0: Hello everyone, welcome to the 7th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. Today we're going to be ranking every brawler in the game from worst to best in the showdown game mode. If that sounds interesting, be sure to stay tuned. Alright, so now we're moving on to the ranking list. And this is going to be everyone in the showdown game mode from worst to best. And this is uh, specifically for solo showdowns, so some of these brawlers might be a little lower because they're way better duo showdown than solo showdown, so we're only going off a of solo showdown. Maybe I'll do a duo showdown only one later. Let me know if you want to do that. If you want me to do that. So, anyway, with that out of the way, let's hop into the ranking. So coming in at last place is gonna be Poco. So the issue with Poco in solo showdown is this: it takes him so long to open the boxes. It takes him at level I have him at. Seven, maybe even 8 hits to open up a single box and he has a super slow reload speed so by the time that Poco has opened up his first box most brawlers probably have 2 or 3 and you have a really good chance of your box getting stolen because you really can't do anything about it logo, uh, Poco is low damage per second so yeah Poco just really doesn't fit too good in the solo showdown game mode his Star Power can't be used at all because it he heals teammates, and his super really isn't as effective compared to having two or three people to heal up at the same time. So that's why Poco's going to come in at last. In duo showdown, he'd probably be higher because he can heal his teammate and stuff. but since this is only show- solo showdown, Poco is going to be coming in at last. So coming in at 25th is going to be Jesse. So, Jessie's in sort of the same boat as Poco. It takes her forever to open up boxes. So, for me, it takes her, I believe, six hits to open up a box, and she also has a really slow reload speed. So, she'll be able to open up faster than Poco, but it's not that much faster. I mean, it is sort of decent because it's kind of hard to steal a box that Jessie's opening because her attack will bounce off the box to the nearest enemy. So that's why she's a little bit better, but really, without Jesse's turret, you're not going to be able to do much with her in Solo Showdown, and it takes forever to get her turret. it's like six hits, which is pretty hard, especially since in Solo Showdown everyone's not going to be bunched up together, unless they're teaming, but like, Jesse <laughs> isn't really even that good at destroying teamers because she just doesn't have a ton of health, and her attack really doesn't do that much, and it's really easy to dodge. So that's why Jesse's going to be near the bottom of the list. So next up, we're going to have Tara. So Tara, she can actually open up the boxes not fast, but a lot faster than some of the other brawlers. But a good thing about her is her attack goes through the boxes, so she can hit the box and the opponent. Or she can hit two boxes at the same time. But the issue with Tara is, even if she's able to get all three of the cards to connect, it really isn't that much damage and doesn't charge up her super that quickly. And she really isn't scary at all in Solo Showdown unless you have her super, which is pretty hard to get. I'm not exactly sure how many hits it takes, but it takes a lot. And also, she's not a super fast movement speed brawler. So she can't really keep on just sticking with the brawler and poking at them if she's shooting at a tank the tank can outrun her and she really just isn't as good as most brawlers in the game at solo showdown so that's why tara's near the bottom so next up we have el primo i know like at the lower trophy range like I don't know, zero to a thousand maybe a little higher so el primo is like really dominant because he can shoot through boxes, and he does a good amount of damage up close, and people don't always check bushes and stuff, so he can easily catch people off guard, and it's easy to get a super at that range, and people don't really know how to abuse his short range. But anywhere higher than 2,000 trophies, El Primo really starts to become really bad, because it's just so easy to like deal damage to him without being him being able to hit you, because you can just stay far away from him and just chip away at him from a distance, and he can't do anything. And even if he runs into like a bull or some other tank, he's going to get out class. So he can't really win many 1v1s without his super. But at the higher trophy range, it's really hard to get a super. And the only thing he's really, I'd say, above average at is opening up boxes because he can hit multiple at the same time. And he can deal a decent amount of damage. But other than that, El Primo really just isn't that strong. So next up, uh, I have Frank. So Frank's another one of those brawlers that's actually pretty good at the lower trophy range. Back when I was, I don't know, 1,000 to 2,000 trophies, I remember every time I ran into a Frank, they always seemed to win the game. Because Frank's just really strong when you don't know how to counter him. But once you get up higher in the trophies, it's sort of the same with El Primo. Frank's attack takes so long to actually like be thrown because it has a one second delay, and also he can't move when he's attacking. So it's really easy to just get out of range of Frank's attack, and um, he can't really run and shoot back to help save himself because then he'll just get stuck and can't move. And the only time Frank can really be decent, I'd say, is When he has his super, because his super outranges most of the brawlers, and it's just so devastating when you get hit. It's like a two-second stun, and if you get stunned by Frank, it's pretty much over. But if he doesn't have his super, which is pretty hard for him to get, because it's just hard for him to get hits in general, he's not really going to be that good of a brawler, and he's just going to get poked at from long-range brawlers. So next up, we're going to have Mortis. I Mortis actually decently. Not he's not high on the list, but he's not at the very bottom because on some of those maps where there's just a ton of walls and it's completely infested with barleys and dynamites, Mortis is just so good on those maps because he can just destroy the barleys and dynamites. They just can't do anything. Then he can just easily dodge them and catch up to them and just quickly three shot them, which is why I have Mortis up higher, but. He really isn't that good on most maps. It takes him forever to open up boxes. He's decent at stealing cubes against a few brawlers, but overall, he really isn't that strong against a tank. He's going to get destroyed, and a decent amount of long-range brawlers are just going to be able to handle him. He is okay for getting decent placement because he can just keep running away, but... I think that there's a lot better options than Mortis unless you're on a thrower map. So that's why Mortis is pretty low on the list. So next up, we're going to have Bull. Bull, I'm going to have pretty low on the list. Kind of the same reason as El Primo and Frank. He's super strong in the early trophy range because people don't know how to check the bushes, and Bull just hides in the bush, and then as soon as someone comes in, just quickly three shots them and gets an easy kill. But... Sort of like Go Primo and Frank. Once you get higher up, everyone just knows how to deal with him, stay out of his range, just poke away at him. And Bull really can't do much once you get higher up. So that's why Bull, pretty low on the list. So next up we have Rico. So I sort of feel like in Showdown, Rico is just sort of a nerfed version of Colt pretty much because unless you're playing on one of those maps where there's a a lot of walls. Rico really is just going to get outclassed with Colt every single time because Colt just does Colt just does more damage and I think his shots are easier to hit. But I mean if there if you're on a map with a lot of walls, Rico definitely is pretty good because you can just get good angles on people and you you can just have a really long attack because when you throw Rico's attack off a wall, it gets extra range. So, yeah, in some scenarios, Rico can be pretty strong, but I feel like most of the time, he's just gonna get outclassed by Cole, and really is too squishy and too slow to really be super viable in Showdown. So next up, we're gonna have Penny. So Penny is actually not that bad in Showdown at opening up boxes, because with her sort of splash damage attack, when she hits a box, three of her attacks shoot out at the if there's a box right near it. So you can open up boxes in, like, two shots. So that's a good perk for Penny, but other than that, she's pretty mediocre in most things, and once you do get out her cannon, if you're able to protect it, it can really be devastating, but a lot of brawlers just are really good at dealing with the cannon, and without it, she really isn't that good, because her attacks really isn't dodge, and... A lot of brawlers even have farther range than her, so that's why Penny's pretty low on this list. She's too relied on her super, and it's kind of hard to get it. So next up is gonna be Shelly. So if this if this list was just based off of the like highest tier, like 10K plus trophies, Shelly would definitely be lower, but The thing is, Shelly is just so strong at the lower trophy range because at the lower trophy range, everyone just uses tanks. And, I mean, it works well because people have really learned how to always check the bushes and stuff, so you're really able to dominate with the tank. So it's pretty smart to use a tank if you're at the lower trophy ranges. But Shelly is pretty much the tank counterer because her super just does so much damage. It just obliterates any tank. And also, I have her a little higher than some of them because you can sort of be decent with her in some cases because she has a decent range. It doesn't do that much damage, but it will keep some brawlers from just rushing up on her. So that's why Shelly is actually sort of middle of the pack. She's really dominant at the lower range, like top three best brawlers down there. And she can keep some brawlers away from her, not all, but she can definitely be okay. So next up, I'm going to have Barley. I'm going to have Barley as the lower of the two throwers because he really just doesn't do an insane amount of damage. He's really good on the maps with walls, obviously, because he can just throw over the walls and you can't do anything about it. But his attack only will do like a 1,000 damage. And the 1,000 damage, it's okay, but it's not a ton because people can most of the time easily get Out of his range so they don't get hit twice. And control isn't that important in Solo Showdown. So that's why Barley's sort of mid-tier and not up at the top like he is in most other modes. But he definitely is top two, top three pick in any map that has a ton of walls. So yeah, some maps he's super good. But others he is pretty low end. So Next up, I have BB. So BB is pretty star power reliant, but now that her star power got nerfed, I feel like overall in Showdown, she sort of got nerfed because she used to be able to move so fast and easily dodge everything, but now it's slower. She is really good at opening up boxes. She can four-shot them at my level. Actually, I think at my level she can only... No, you know, she has to five-shot them at the level I have her at, but... If you have her at a decent level, she can easily force out the boxes. So she can open them up pretty quick because she has a really fast reload speed. And they fixed the weird bug where you should hit the opponent, but it wouldn't. But another reason why she's actually pretty good is she can hit Brawlers away, so she's really good at just surviving for a long time. But she really does have a super short range. And if she doesn't have her knockback against a tank, she's going to get destroyed. And against long-range brawlers, without her star power, she really can't do anything. And now that her star power is worse, I feel like it just sort of nerfed BB. So yeah, overall, BB's good sometimes, but then she's also pretty bad other times. So that's why BB's sort of mid-tier. So next up is going to be Nita. So Nita's actually fairly solid when you can get her bear because Nita pretty much counters everyone, but maybe Carl when she has her bear because the bear can just soak up all the damage and you can just approach the brawler that you want to destroy and just keep spamming shots out because Nita has a super fast reload speed. But without her bear, Nita really isn't too strong because a lot of brawlers have farther range than her and if she gets in like a scenario where there's Bushes and she can't really check them if she's out of ammo or something like that. And there's a tank. Nita can't do anything. I think Nita's decent at is opening up boxes because she has piercing damage so she can hit multiple boxes at the same time. But I feel like when I play Nita, my boxes seem to always get stolen by a bull or someone who can just bully Nita away. So that's why Nita's sort of mid-tier. But once she gets her bear, Nita definitely... Gets a lot better, but it's sort of hard to get her bare sometimes. So that's why Neat is also in the middle. So next up we have Daryl. If Daryl has his star power, he's easily top ten or top five. But since I'm sort of going off of like half star power, or half not star power, I'm trying to balance it out. Daryl really is sort of mediocre overall because with his star power, he can just easily charge right to someone and obliterate almost any brawler but now his shield did get nerfed which is which pretty much just made him a good amount worse and also without his star power on most tanks he really just can't kill them and on some throwers he can get a super charge up because it automatically charges up and then kill them or any squishy brawler really but it's sort of hard to find opportunities to do that and Without a star power, he really can't do much against tanks or anyone with a lot of health. Also, by the way, sorry if you hear some thunder outside, just randomly start to thunder. But anyway, that's why Daryl's sort of mid-tier. If he has star power, he's definitely a lot higher, and if he doesn't, he's a lot lower. So next up we have Dynamite. I think in Showdown, Dynamite's definitely the superior thrower because on the mass with a lot of walls, Dynamite just does so much damage. He can do two thousand a hit if he if you can connect a shot with him. So yeah, Dynamite is probably better than Barley. I'd say in Showdown because he just overall he's better at damage dealing. And in Showdown, you sort of want to do a lot of damage and not really more control. And he can. Do, I feel like he can open up the boxes quicker and just do things a lot better than Barley in Showdown. But, like, the hard counter to dynamite is Mortis. If, if you run into a Mortis with dynamite, you're screwed. But also, another reason why dynamite's not up super high is not all the maps have a lot of walls, and I feel like they're starting to make the maps more and more open, which is why you'll see a lot of long range brawlers up near the top. So, that's why dynamite's the superior thrower in Showdown, but definitely isn't top five class. So next up, we're going to have Piper. So Piper would probably be lower if there wasn't open maps, but since there's a good amount of open maps in the game now, Piper really just dominates in those because Piper has super long range, probably the longest range in the game, and and open maps, like it's really hard to get away from a Piper unless you have a really fast movement speed brawler, and if you're running up against a good Piper, she can like really learn how to play mind games with you and hit her shots really well. And she's just super hard to deal with on those open maps. But the reason why she gets it at the very top is because there are a lot of maps where she's sort of unplayable because there's just too many walls and she can't really get any hits and stuff. And she also doesn't have a ton of HP. And if you get up close at the Piper, unless she has her jump, she's dead. So that's why Piper is around this range. In Duo Showdown, I actually think she'd probably be top five because she's just super good at supporting. But yeah, so Piper, definitely not a bad pick on the open maps. But on the more wally ones, don't use her. So next up we're gonna have Colt. So I really like Colt in Showdown because he can just dish out so much damage so fast. If you hit all of his bullets with the brawl on a brawler, that brawler is really low. Even against tanks, it can really deal a ton of damage, like bring them down to, like a primo, you can bring it down to 5,000 health if you just hit all your shots in one attack. And then some of the squishier brawlers, you can get down to 1,000 or something health, so Colt can just dish out a ton, ton of damage. And on the open maps, he's just really strong, once again, because he has a good range and can dish out a ton of damage, so he can open up the boxes pretty quick. And his super can break through the walls, which can help out sometimes. So yeah, Colt's definitely not a bad pick and Showdown, so that's why he's up pretty high. So next up is going to be Jean. So Jean is also a pretty solid brawler. He does have a few weaknesses, like opening up boxes. I don't find him to be too good. He takes five shots to open up a box, which is not the best because he also has a slow reload speed, but... If you get in range of a G and you're not gonna have a fun time because he can just easily keep chipping at you for 400 or so damage every time. And if you're low and there's a G nearby, just quit the game. He's gonna kill you no matter what because he really can't get out of his range and he really can't miss a shot with G. And if like they're in the range, so G's always probably gonna be pretty strong brawler unless they change a lot of things with him and then also he can just pull in any brawler once he gets his super so if a brawler's weak that is sort of near him gene can just pull him in and quickly hit three burst shots on them and kill them easily so gene definitely is a pre odd brawler he'd probably be up a little higher if he could open up boxes a lot faster but then he'd be sort of overpowered so i think gene's in a Pretty good spot for Showdown. He's probably better on the open... Yeah, he is definitely better on the open maps. So, yeah. Jean, pretty solid brawler. So, next up, we're gonna have Rosa. Who, in my opinion, is the best tank. Because she can just... Really, with her super, no one's gonna be able to kill her. It just is so strong. And if you're gonna want to run a tank in Showdown, definitely is Rosa. She can break boxes at the same time, and she has the piercing damage, so she can easily steal the box, steal boxes from people, she can open up many boxes at the same time, and she can really get out of hand fast when you get a ton of power-ups with her, and a lot of brawlers, like, they think they're just barely out of Rosa's range, like, this happens to me a lot, and then they're actually just barely in it, so yeah, Rosa's actually quite easy to use in Showdown, and you can get her supercharged up relatively easily just takes one or two kills and she's just super good at opening up boxes but the reason why she is it at the very top is because she is a short range brawler so if she gets into a fight in like a long range map with a brock or one of these other brawlers that are near the top she just gets outclassed because she can't reach them so next up we're gonna have spike so spike is one of those brawlers i don't have him but from going up against him, sort of like what I've learned from like Frank and Mortis and Tara. I've certainly learned the same thing with Spike, but Spike's a lot better. So Spike can do a lot of damage up close and he can three-shot the boxes. And also uh, when the Brawlers like get behind walls, since when his attack finishes, it explodes into a bunch of different spikes that go all over the place. You can hit them around walls Which can prevent them from healing because you can just keep chipping them down. And Spike's attack is just really annoying to deal with. But the one issue Spike has is obviously he has a pretty low HP. So in some scenarios against a Piper or a Brock or someone like that, he really just gets kind of destroyed. And he also has slow movement speed, which can be bad in some scenarios. Also his super is quite good because if you're able to get a super down... Against a brawler, and it's not over a wall, it's just they're kind of near you. Spike easily catches up to them because they're moving a lot slower, and you can quickly hit three shots and kill them. So Spike is definitely one of the better showdown brawlers, but there are a few things that are bad about him, which is why he's not at the very top, but near it. So next up, we're going to have Carl. So even though Carl got nerfed, I still find him to be really strong in showdown because... He can open up those boxes so fast if they're near a wall. He can just spam auto-aim and open up the boxes in a second or so because of how fast his pickaxe bounces off the wall. And he also has piercing damage so he can shoot through the boxes. And it's also like really long range so he can easily get hits. And also, even if you miss the first pickaxe, like when it goes down towards the brawler, you can still hit the second one and get extra damage. And then his super is also just going to be really good in showdown for finishing off a weak brawler that's starting to escape. Or even if you run into a bull or a shelly or a primo or something where you're going to die, you can just use the super to quickly get out of there and escape. So Carl definitely still is a very good showdown brawler. And I like to use him a good amount. So next up, we're actually going to have Bow. So this might be surprising for a lot of people. But as of late, I've really just been enjoying Bo a lot. Because I just find him super strong. His range is super far. It's it's not the longest in the game, but it's definitely pretty far. I think it's Penny's range or maybe a little longer. And now that he got some buffs, his attack just does so much. It does 600. A little over 600, I think. Somewhere around that range. And also up close, he... Definitely is not bad. He can do a ton of damage up close. Just hit those three. It does almost 2,000 damage or something up close, so he's really good up close. Far range, it's really easy to hit his shots because they have sort of a wide radius. He can open up multiple boxes at the same time if they're right next to each other. He doesn't have piercing damage, but he sort of has splash damage. And also his mines are just going to be really good for kind of keeping people away from you. And just they can do a ton of damage if someone goes onto a mine, so you can just chuck them in the middle of the map, and you're pretty much guaranteed to at least get most of your supercharged up or maybe a kill or something like that. So that's why I really like Bo. And also, don't forget, he has a really good amount of health, so Bo is just really strong at a lot of things, and he's never really out of contention to win a 1v1 pretty much anywhere in a close range or a long range. So next up, we're going to have Pam. I think Pam is always just going to be a super strong showdown brawler because she has that healing turret, and once you get that thing down, it's almost impossible to kill her, I feel like, because it just heals her up so much, and she already has six, 7,000 health or something crazy like that. And also, she can open up the boxes super fast because if you get up right next to them, so all your shots will hit, my Pam personally has to take three shots to do it, but, like, to break the boxes, but if you get her up to level seven or eight or something, she can two-shot the boxes, so she can open them up really fast, and she has a really long range and really good chip damage, so Pam is always going to be a really strong brawler. In Showdown, she just built like that, pretty much. So, yeah, that's why I really like Pam and Showdown. So, now we're into our top three. So in my opinion, the best sort of super long-range brawler, like Piper sort of range, is definitely going to be Brock. Because Brock, he doesn't do as much damage as Piper from a long distance. But the thing is, he's actually playable in close distance. And it's a lot easier to hit shots because they're, I don't know, a quarter tile or a third of a tile thicker than Piper's. So it's pretty easy to hit Brock's shots and when he has his star power he gets like sort of a little barley attack that does three hundred damage a second for two or three seconds. So he can three shot the boxes and he can he's the same with Bowie, he has splash damage on his attack, so he can hit two boxes at the same time. It's just super easy to hit his shots, and if you get close up with the squishy brawler, you can do three quick auto waves and just destroy them because Brock is really good for auto aiming and he doesn't have like a damage fall off when you get closer. So that's why Brock is near the top and I think he's always going to be a really strong showdown brawler just because he can play close range and long range and he's pretty good opening up boxes. So yeah, we have Brock at number three. So now we have our top two. Coming in at number two is going to be Leon. So Leon is definitely super strong at showdown sort of. I'd say how he's built, because he can three-shot the boxes really quickly because he his attacks unload super fast, so he can break down the boxes really fast. And he also is tied for the fastest movement speed in the game with Mortis and Crow. So he can sort of stay in long range and just chip at them for one or 200 damage every time he hit them. And then once he gets his super... You can pretty much get a free kill. Just go into the bushes and then wait until you see someone that you want to kill. And unless it's a bull or a shelly with super or something like that, just use your invisibility, sneak up on them, and they can't do anything. Because you're just going to do two to 3,000 damage every half a second or so. So it's pretty much a free kill if you get a super. And he has quite a long range, even though he does have a damage fall off the farther away you get. But it's not hard to build up his super because you can't really run away from a Leon because he has super fast movement speed. So Leon, he's an assassin. He's always going to be a top brawler in Showdown. So yeah, that's why he's at number two. So now at number one, if you were paying attention, you know that the one brawler that I haven't said is Crow. So Crow is going to come in at number one. And I'm not even really biased here because I have him over 500. I really just truly think he is the best showdown brawler because he's just so good at the mode showdown. He's an assassin, automatically making him pretty good at showdown, just how he's built. And so pretty much with Crow, you can he has the, he's tied for the fastest movement speed with Leon and Mortis, so you can't run away with, from him unless there's a bunch of walls. But even then, he can still easily catch up to you pretty much every single map he'll be able to catch up to you and you can't heal against crow because his poison darts for the next five seconds it takes you for 100 damage and obviously when you're taking damage you can't heal so crow is able to keep you from healing and if you hit the crow and the crow hits you the crow is going to be able to get up to max hp a lot faster than you because you have to wait five extra seconds to be able to heal and then also you can't just hide in bushes because you're taking damage when you get hit by Crow's Poison Dart. So every second it shows where you are. And also, in like maps that have a good amount of bushes, Crow can easily check them because his attack has a pretty far range. And also, he has a fast reload speed. And if you get hit by a Crow in a bush, it's really devastating because it gives away your position for five seconds. So Crow just seems like the perfect brawler for Showdown. Also... If you're going up against a long-range brawler like a Brock, it's really easy to juke them because you have the fastest movement speed in the game. So if you know how to juke with Crow, he can be super strong. And then with tanks, obviously he can just stay barely out of their range, barely in his range, so he can just keep chipping away at them and kill them. And then any brawler that's low or throwers, even Crow can easily counter if he has a super. Just jump over the wall right onto them and completely destroy him. So, yeah, overall, Crow, in my opinion, he's clearly the best showdown brawler. I'd say he's better than Leon. I know some people would probably choose Leon over Crow, but in my opinion, I think Crow is the best showdown brawler. So, yeah, that's my best-to-worst showdown list, and, yeah, that's pretty much all for the segment. All right, before we end the podcast, I do have one shout-out to give because I have received my third five-star review so if you'd like to get shouted out on the next episode of the podcast leave a five-star review and i'll be reading it live on the podcast so i've received my third one and it is from i love trivia Crack," and they say i love this podcast i'm an 11 year old with around 5750 trophies so i feel a connection to you and i hope you have a good day only thing i disagree with you on is Dynamite is awesome. Also, do you have a club? So I appreciate the five star review, and we actually are really similar in trophies and age. One year off in age and 200 trophies off, I'd say. So, yeah, I can see why we're really similar in a lot of ways. And also about Dynamite, I can sort of see why I think he's awesome because Dynamite is probably the highest skill cap brawler once you learn how to really use him and hit your shots with him, he just does so much damage, and he's a lot better than Barley. Because once you really learn him, I've seen some, like, every time I run into a really good Dynamite, he can just take control of the game completely. So, I can see why you really like Dynamite. I'm assuming you're, like, super good at him. So, yeah. So, Dynamite, definitely a really good brawler if you know how to use him, and really high skill gap and then also do i have a club yes so currently i am uh, i don't know what it's called uh, it's the rank below vice president i'm uh i think it's an elder or something like that or is that class royale oh a senior yeah i'm a senior in the clan chrome beta i used to be in the clan chrome gaming which is the main clan which is top 1000 global but now you need 6,500 trophies to join that one but since you have 5,750 trophies you're able to join chrome beta because you just need 800 to join it and right now we're top 300 in canada and we're really growing pretty fast so yeah if you want to join that it's chrome beta and thanks for leaving the five-star review so with that all, all of that that out of the way that's pretty much it for the podcast. Like I said, if you want to get shout out in the next episode, be sure to leave a five-star review. And if you have any suggestions for a segment or something you want me to do a ranking podcast on, leave a review. Currently, that's the best way to send in feedback. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks to everyone for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.